being baptized into the processed triune God to enjoy the riches of the triune God. After the Lord Jesus passed through incarnation, human living, crucifixion, death, and resurrection, he charged his disciples to baptize the believing ones into the triune God so that they may be brought into an organic union with God and enjoy all the riches of the triune God. What a great commission we have, to not only preach the gospel but put those who repent and believe into the triune God, bringing them into oneness with God so that they may enjoy all that God is and has done. Our experience today is that we are learning to live in the Divine Trinity by abiding in the Lord and we are also learning to live with the Divine Trinity by having Christ abide in us and live in us. We need to enjoy and experience the Divine Trinity, He dwells in us, He lives in us, and He operates in us. As we open to the Lord, He operates in our being both the willing and the working according to His good pleasure. We may not be willing to go along with Him or obey Him, but as we just open to Him, we are bountifully supplied with the Spirit of Jesus Christ, all our needs are met, and we are enabled to obey the Lord and be one with Him. May we go on with the Lord and enter into the highest, deepest, fullest, and most profound revelation and experience of the Divine Trinity, that is, experiencing the Divine Trinity in full. We want to enjoy and experience the Divine Trinity in full day by day so that we may be filled with the Triune God and become part of the corporate expression of God on earth. There is a distinction between our experience of the Triune God and our enjoyment of Him. To experience the Divine Trinity is something of our regenerated spirit, it has nothing to do with how we feel, whether we're in the mood, whether we're inspired or stirred up, or anything like that. We may think that if we feel something so sweet and warm, then we experience God, however, our experience of the triune God is in our spirit. We are one spirit with the Lord, and we experience Him in spirit. However, the enjoyment of the triune God is not in our spirit but primarily in our soul as the organ. The soul is an organ with two main functions, to express Christ and to enjoy Christ. Our soul is to express the Christ who dwells within us, this is why we need to be renewed in the spirit of our mind so that we may be transformed into the same image as the resurrected Christ from glory to glory, Ephesians 4 24, 2 Corinthians 3:18. As we are being transformed into His image, we express Christ in His glorious image through our soul. The second main function of our soul is, on one hand, that we would lose the soul life and seek to enjoy the Lord. On one hand, we need to follow the Lord by taking up our cross, denying ourselves, and following Him with the loss of the soul life in this age for His sake. On the other hand, we enjoy Christ. There is so much of Christ we can enjoy in our soul, for this all-inclusive one can be our foretaste today and our full enjoyment in the future. If we enjoy Him today and we do not love our soul life, we will enter into His full joy when He returns, and we will participate in the joy of our Master, in the wedding feast of the Lamb. Amen, may we be those who enjoy and experience the Triune God until we enter into the full enjoyment, and experience of the Triune God in eternity. Our great commission is to baptize the repentant people into the processed Triune God. In Matt, 28:19 The Lord Jesus gave us a great commission to disciple all the nations, baptizing them into the triune God, that is, 
into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This charge was given by the Lord Jesus, not at the beginning of his ministry on earth but after he had entered into resurrection, which was the consummation of the process of the triune God. The Lord sent his disciples earlier, in the Gospels, for them to preach the Gospel and charge people to repent and believe, but this particular commission was given after he had passed through a process. It was after he was resurrected, after he had become the all-inclusive, life-giving Spirit, after he made his secret ascension to the Father, after he became the firstborn Son of God, Christ gave us the greatest commission. And this commission is to baptize the repentant people into the processed triune God for them to be brought into an organic union with him. After the Lord became a life-giving Spirit, after he breathed himself into his disciples to regenerate them with the divine life, John 20:22. 20, he charged them to disciple the nations and to bring them into the triune God so that they may have an organic union with Him. For us to baptize believers into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit is in fact to baptize them into the processed triune God. One of the greatest truths in the Lord's recovery and one of the major distinctions between the Apostles' teaching and the truth taught in Christianity today, is that we believe that God, though in His Godhead is unchanging, yet in his economy, he passed through a process. The New Testament clearly reveals that God passed through a process in his economy, the Word became flesh, John 1:1, 14, and the flesh, the last Adam, became a life-giving spirit, 1 Cor. 15 45b. In his resurrection, Christ was begotten by God to be the firstborn Son of God, we were begotten to be the many brothers of Christ and he became a life-giving spirit. Yes, God dwells in unapproachable light, and if we want to approach God in his Godhead, we will be destroyed, however, in his economy, the triune God went through a process, and his desire is that we human beings are brought into an organic union with him. The triune God has passed through a process that began with incarnation, included human living and crucifixion, and consummated with resurrection. In resurrection, Christ as the embodiment of the triune God became a life-giving spirit, the consummation of the triune God, so that the believers would be baptized into the divine trinity and thus be organically joined to him. May this expand our view and enrich our enjoyment and experience of the baptism and of baptizing people into the processed triune God. This year, as we preach the gospel and baptize people into God, we believe that many will enter into the kingdom of God as they call on the name of the Lord to be born of him, confessing with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. When the repentant ones believe into the Lord, we should simply baptize them into the processed triune God, putting them into the water of baptism so that we may put them into the person of the triune God. In Matt. 28:19 The Lord charges us to baptize the believers into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Later, however, we see that the disciples were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. To be baptized in the name of Jesus is equivalent to being baptized into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit because the Lord Jesus is the embodiment of the triune God. Colossians 2:9. Hallelujah. We are being baptized into the processed triune God to be brought into an organic union with Him, and enjoy all His riches. Wow, we have been immersed into all that God is, has, and has accomplished, 
so that we may enjoy him and experience him in our organic union with him. Amen, Lord, thank you for bringing us into this divine and mystical organic union with you. We want to be one with you, Lord, to fulfill your great commission to disciple all the nations by baptizing them into the processed triune God. Amen, Lord, may many repent and believe, and may they be immersed into the processed triune God. Baptizing people into the all-inclusive, consummated spirit to enjoy the riches of the triune God. As one of the two main outward signs or practices ordained by the Lord, the other one is the Lord's table meeting, baptism is a very mysterious and significant matter. For us to baptize people into the person of the Trinity is to baptize them into the all-inclusive, consummated spirit, who is the ultimate consummation of the processed triune God. This is to be baptized into the riches of the Father, into the riches of the Son, and into the riches of the Spirit. We do not only put the believers into the water to terminate their past and give them a new beginning with the Lord so that they walk in newness of life, we put them into the all-inclusive, consummated Spirit for them to enjoy the riches of the Triune God. Christ as the last Adam became a life-giving Spirit, one core. 15 45b, as God, he became a man in incarnation, John 1:14, and as such a one, he is now the life-giving Spirit. As the life-giving Spirit, he is the Son, and embodied in the Son is the Father, the Father and the Son are here with this life-giving Spirit. We need to realize that, on one hand, we have the Spirit indwelling us, and on the other hand, we are in the Spirit as the all-inclusive, consummated Spirit so that we may enjoy the riches of the Triune God. When we realize this, we will take every opportunity to enjoy the riches of the Triune God. We may be at a red light, and may have a couple of minutes, so we may pray to enjoy the riches of the Triune God. The Lord is happy when we open to Him to enjoy His riches. Hallelujah, as baptized ones, we are now in an organic union with the Triune God, so we can abide in Christ and He can abide in us, John 15:4-5. The Lord didn't say that we will get into Him, and He will get into us, He said that we abide in Him and He abides in us. May we not be passive but rather, exercise our spirit, no matter how we feel, no matter what our circumstances are, and just contact the Lord, remaining in this organic union with Him. In this organic union with the Lord, everything the Father is and has, everything the Son has and has accomplished, and everything that the Spirit is and has received, is being made ours, for we enjoy the riches of the triune God in the consummated Spirit. Ephesians 1:13 tells us that Christ as the life-giving Spirit is the indwelling Spirit to seal us, the believers in Christ, so that He may impart and dispense the riches of God's being as the unsearchable riches of Christ into us as the members of the body of Christ for the constituting and building up of the body of Christ, 3-8, 10, 4-16. The sealing Spirit not only imprints the image of Christ onto us to conform us to His image and claim us as His own, but even more, this Spirit is saturating us with the element of God. As we are saturated and permeated with the element of God, we also bring others into this organic union with the Lord through our speaking and our living, and we are baptizing people into the consummated triune God for them to enjoy the riches of the triune God. Hallelujah! All these experiences are not only personal but also corporate, 
they are in the context of the body of Christ. Anyone who is individualistic, who is a loner and independent, cannot experience that much. But when we realize that we are a member in the body of Christ, we will abide in this fellowship in the body, and we will experience the saturating of the element of God and we will bring others into this organic union with the Lord. The more we realize we are in the body organically, the more we experience the Lord and enjoy the riches of the triune God, experiencing the divine trinity as revealed in Matt. 2819. Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing us into an organic union with the triune God so that we may enjoy all the riches of the triune God. Amen, Lord, we want to enjoy the riches of the Father, the riches of the Son, and the riches of the Spirit. Bring us into the reality of all the riches of the triune God in our daily living. Impart your riches into us more today so that we may be filled and saturated with the riches of the triune God and be a functioning member in the body of Christ. Amen, Lord, we want to enjoy your riches and bring others into the enjoyment of these riches by baptizing them into the processed triune God to enjoy all that God is. Hallelujah.